What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I wanna to talk about the one basic pre-flop raising mistake that most people make at the poker table, and quite frankly, most of them don't even know they're making it. Let's jump right into it. All right guys, so having coached hundreds of students, especially in the small and mid-stakes games, I can tell you that there's one basic pre-flop betting mistake that I see again and again, and many people keep making this mistake for years and years on end. I'm gonna walk you through some examples in today's video, step-by-step step, breaking it all down for you. Let's dive right in. So what is the big pre-flop raising mistake that so many people make? It is undersizing pre-flop three bets. A lot of people send me emails, comments these days telling me, oh, you know, my aces always lose. I always get my ace king cracked and I can never win with these hands. And I often ask them, how many callers are you getting pre-flop? And they're like, you know, two callers, three callers, four callers. Guys, that's just way too much. And it's often the reason why you're losing so much with these hands. Let's talk about our goal with a preflop raise. Guys, when you raise preflop, typically you have a strong hand, that's why you're raising preflop. You want to get one caller, usually at most, or even just have them fold preflop. There's nothing wrong with that, just taking down the blinds. So if you are typically getting two, three, four callers when you raise preflop, it's often because you're undersizing your preflop three bets. You're not charging them enough. And I'm going to walk you through my rules of thumb in just a moment here. And I would say also though, vice versa, if everybody's just folding preflop when you raise, often it might be because you're raising too much or you just have an image of being a total rock at the table, which is not good. You need to open up your range more. If you want to know exactly what hands to play, I have charts showing you exactly what hands to play in every position in my my free poker cheat sheet. That'll be the top link in the description below. 50 page free guide. Check that out if you need to know what hands to play. But let's jump into the rules right here. This is the basic pre-flop three betting rule that I've discussed for years. I talked about it for the first time in my first book, Crushing the Micro Stakes, and that is 3x in position and 4x out of position. Now, what do I mean by these numbers? What I'm talking about is that if you are in a situation where you will be in position after the flop, meaning you are last to act on the flop turn and river, which is a massive statistically proven advantage in poker, you want to make it three times their raise. I guess I should have talked about off the top, if anybody doesn't know what a three bet is, we're talking about a situation pre-flop where there's a raise and then there's a raise. The re-raise is the three bet. So if you are in position, and we're gonna walk you through some examples in a second here, you want to 3X their bet. And if you are out of position, meaning that you're going to be first to act on the flop turn and river, which is a massively statistically proven disadvantage in poker. Once again, you don't even have to take my word for it. You can just use a program like Poker Tracker if you play online poker. I'll have links to that in the description below. You can go through your own database yourself and you can see the statistical data on this. So let's jump into a hand here. You are dealt ace, queen, offsuit, ace of hearts, queen of spades, and a lag raises it to $10 on the button. A lag is a loose and aggressive player. So in a situation like this, we want to be re 
re-raising. We are clearly way ahead of, especially a player like this, their range when they raise on the button. So the only question is how much should we make it? Well, hopefully you guys know the positions at the poker table a little bit here so that you know that in this hand, if we go to a flop, we will be the ones acting first. In other words, we will be OOP, AKA out of position. So we want to raise it more. Basically guys, we want to make them pay to see a flop with us when we're going to be the ones in the dark going into the flop, having to act first. So in this situation, we should raise it up to $40, four times their raise, they raise it $10, we make it $40 now. Guys, bottom line, do not give people cheap flops when you are at a statistical disadvantage in a situation like this where you're out of position. You'll be guessing after the flop, you don't get value bets in, you don't get bluffs. There are so many reasons why this is a difficult situation for you, and that is why you want to charge them more pre-flop. You want to let them know that getting involved in pots with you is not going to be cheap for them when you are out of position. Now let's flip the script and let's talk about a hand where we're going to be in position. So I'm just gonna change things up slightly here in example hand number two, you're dealt two red jacks on the button and same player type, loose and aggressive lag player, raises to $10 on the cutoff. But hopefully you guys, again, understand the positions at the table. Once again, if you wanna know it on a deeper level, just download my free poker cheat sheet. Top link in the description below, I have charts showing you the various positions at the poker table. But in this situation, guys, we're on the button, we got the dealership in front of us, and the lag player to our right in the cutoff has raised it, so we will be last to act on the flop turn and river if this hand were to go to a flop. So in this situation, it's okay to give them a little bit better of a price in this spot because we know that we're gonna have all the advantages after the flop. Once again, being last to act, we get to get all our value bets in, all our bluffs in. If we think they got a good hand, we can fold even cheaper. So many advantages to being last act, guys. It is a massive proven advantage in the game, and this is why you want to price your three bets completely around your position at the poker table. And so in this situation, we should raise it to $30. Something I also should mention here is that there might be a fish, a recreational player left to act in the blinds. We don't mind allowing them in into the pot in a situation like this. I said off the top that we really only want around one color, but when we're in position, if there's a fish in the big blind, it's okay to let them in cheap as well with their, you know, whatever nonsense they're playing because we have a very strong hand. And once again, we have the power of position. Now, lastly, I just want to point out as well that these are just rough rules of thumb. The three X in position and four X out of position, pre-flop three bet sizings, you know, no game of poker is created equally. You have to judge your poker game and what raise sizes are, what is the best price to offer them in your particular poker games. Like I said off the top, it's really all about our goal at the table, which is to get one, maybe two colors at the very most, and even getting them all to fold is totally fine pre-flop. So you need to find the price that works for you in your poker game. If you're playing play money online, for example, where no 
nobody gives a crap about anything and everyone just goes all in preflop, oftentimes the best preflop re-raise when you have pocket jacks is just to go all in, you know? So if you're playing in just a completely insane game like that, don't go by these numbers that I say in this video. Start experimenting with higher amounts, make it 5x, 6x. This is something I talked about again in my first book, Crush of the Micro Stakes, that was a little bit revolutionary, I guess, at the time. You know, I was often making it like 10x, you know, preflop, and then everyone read the book. All of a sudden, I started seeing everyone else at the tables doing the same thing in these low stakes games. And that is because it works, guys. It's all about the game you're playing in. And at the other end of the scale, if you're playing in some high stakes games where people are, you know, really good and they understand what you're doing, oftentimes you want to be sizing down a little bit. Oftentimes, these 3x and 4x amounts that I listed in this video might actually be too high. So it's all about the games you're playing in, guys, but there is no one size fits all. And also cash games are different than tournaments. And that is why I have various sections in my new Elite Poker Training University for cash games, for tournaments, for Zoom, where I walk you step-by-step step through the strategies for each of those games with dozens of cheat sheets to get you winning quickly. I'll include links to that in the description below. I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you wanna know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker, games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast because I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.